When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be so. Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Sorry about the chimes, everybody. That's Brett's fault. My fault? Yeah, you get so many emails. <laughs> a lot of angels I getting left, wings. I left Brett's, yeah, I left Zuzu's Petal's email up. <laughs> we just gave some angel wings. Uh, I'm getting a lot of emails from trash men, and they all say the same thing. I've been a garbage man for 14 years. The reason they're doing that is because Brady is putting his cans too close together and being a dick to us. We're separating them for him. Message sent. Uh, This one says, John, I'm a garbage man. It's got to be a tough thing to say out loud all the time. I am a garbage man. The only time I get upset is when the cans are placed next to each other too close. They need to be at least four feet apart. If Brady's cans are almost touching, that's why this garbage man is getting pissed every week. And, and he's doing it for the next guy. He's separating it for the next guy. So he's basically moving your cans apart so the next dude to come to get your black bin doesn't have to deal with it. I put cans in the middle of a driveway to make my point, too. They need to be separated, so separate it. This is from a man named, I thought Joe Lewis, but then I realized he's a garbage man, so it's probably Joe Luis. <laughs> well, you, you know, on that, on that first video, it is not yeah. because I know the spacing deal, the rule. Let's take a look I at the tape wrong. again. Go, go to Zapruder. All right, one second. Let's see how far apart these are. If they're at least three or four feet, you're not pissing them off completely. Yeah, I say go nine to ten feet I apart. I will. I'll, yeah. s- I'll separate them even more. Yeah. And if even go down the street because I, I see cans that are even um, closer Brady, than mine. Brady, this isn't about. talk about them. We're talking about you. You've got a guy who hates you. I have a witness. I'd yeah. like to take the right. stand. You can, but you've got a guy who hates you and you're putting them too close together. So yeah. I have this argument with my boys all the time, too. Yeah. We're not talking about that. Yeah. We're talking about you. Stop worrying about all the other people in the world and focus on yourself here. This isn't a problem down the street. It's a problem Mine's at your the house. easiest corner of... Okay, maybe it isn't. You don't know. You don't drive a trash truck. That's more right. than... So there's five feet apart. Yeah. There's, a good, there's a good distance there. I'm telling you, I make I'm, sure you're right. of it every time. All right. So The tape don't lie. The eye in the sky don't lie. But it just cracks me up how he hurdles the oh. other can and just, <laughs> just throws it right on over. <laughs> it's so awesome. There you go, dick. He doesn't <laughs> stop either. It's just put it down and go. I hate you, Brady Bogan. In Spanish. But Kenny needs a new truck. Yeah, it's a terrible truck. He's getting a new truck. Things <laughs> leaking all over the driveway. That's why he parks in the grass, hillbillies. <laughs> you guys hate looking at that every morning. 
That's why you, that's why you pay an Keeps HOA. It clean. You can polish a turd all you want. Is it getting rid of it today? <laughs> Is it gone? It's been waiting on the uh, new truck for yeah. a while. But the old you one's know. still sitting there? we got to get it out of there. We'll make a... Yeah, well, we'll write a when the new one comes in, they... Somebody wants a Rooney. Some oh, they're stealing that one and bringing it in. Yeah, somebody wants to uh, see. I don't understand why the black bin guy because you've already rolled your blue one back because we're watching the tape of the other guy and he does the same thing. Watch <laughs> this. this, this has it a it swaps it. Yeah, he knocks it. that thing over. <laughs> it almost for laughs. He's at a complete stop though, unlike the last. Now guy. he's oh, moving. Now he's then, rolling, he drops, then he drops and then he throws it. it and just dumps it in your front yard. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's funny. Keep doing that. Oh, that's good stuff. Somebody said, I want Brady to call the city of Gilbert and ask to have that man fired. <laughs> oh, just, to to Brady, just to listen to Brady squirm. Like, no. Chief. tough guy Brady. That's enough. That is enough. I will tell you right now, if this mother is on my route on Monday, there's going to be words with me and the mayor. He will feel the wrath of Moroni. <laughs> oh, if you threaten oh. Moroni. Well, the trash truck's not a Mormon. He's a good Catholic. Guaranteed. <laughs> But driving around that Mormon neighborhood. Maybe the Mormons have paid the trash guy to get the one Christian They're to try to me drive out. you out. They're, they've had it with you. Or, or your neighbors have gotten together and said, uh, I hate this guy because he's always outside in his front yard. Let's make it so he, he feels like there's threats outside all the time. Keep him indoors. This guy John hit us up. My guess is this uh, Brady thing is over a gambling debt. He's going to wake yeah. up one morning with his recycling bin <laughs> in bed with him. <laughs> <laughs> I got another guy who emailed me and said uh, he had a – a trash guy showing up at 4.30 in the morning, and he had one of those big trash, the skiffs or whatever those things are called. And he said, and I got tired of this guy showing up at 4.30, banging around in front of my house. He said, so I put an engine block in the trash box. The guy, I guess it was one of those dumpsters. And he said, when he picked that up and turned it over into his truck, it made a noise that made the truck sound like it Thunder. blew up. <laughs> I'd like to have heard that. And then while we were sitting there uh, with Brett's dings going on and on and on during the offspring. <laughs> and speaking of the offspring, Brady, you got to keep them separated. <laughs> um, Brady told a story about a relative of his who found out that he had a, a child 46 years later. And for some What's reason. What's this? Yeah. Tell me about this. And yeah. It was beautiful because the first time I met her was at a tailgate at OSU game. <laughs> of course it was at Ohio State game. I mean, she was, was she a fan? Um, yeah. She, she was, was raised the in game. the area? Raised uh, in the same town, and oh. um, it was his uh, cleaning lady at the time. Oh, not the girl that, he, not the daughter, the lady, his her mom, the, her mom. So he he humped his cleaning lady. He was a bachelor in be- it was the in between period. In his of, summer of love. Yep. Yeah. And never knew about it. And forty six years later, there's a knock on the door. Yeah. And he's got a lady almost fifty years old. He's probably seventy something at this time. Eighty. 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 Two or three. And this 46-year-old piece shows up and says, I'm your daughter. Daddy. What's up, Dad? And he said, I demand a test, or did he take it right away? Did he know? He, I think he did. Oh. Or, yeah. Did he throw some cash that way ever, you think? Um, She has season tickets to the Buckeyes. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> you guys barter the, everything. She's, she's in on the family deal. Do you guys ever exchange U.S. <laughs> currency, or is well, it all about? you got to put a request in. Oh, okay. Like, I, I go back. Gotcha. I have to. There's a, there's a sign up. Wow. I'm your long lost daughter. Well, that's good for two on the 50, I think. You're going to see the Ducks beat the Buckeyes this year. Very I, attractive, too. Well, when you said it, I thought that's the best way to find out you've got a kid. 
And the funny thing oh, the was, work's done. You don't have to do a single thing. Maybe some guilt kicks in, but 46, nothing you can do now. And welcome to the family. I hope that somebody in my long-ago past had a baby, and I don't know about it, and they show up after all the legal works. Like, I can't pay child support. I'm not going to do that to, like, a 20-something-year-old. And the worst thing I get out of this is, like, a trip to Disneyland with my new kid. <laughs> You joked about it, but awesome. if I run into a Torp Jr. on the beach in Cuba one day. Oh, you're going to have. At you tor- can't look, go to Cuba. Let me tell you that. You've seen the movie Big Fish, right? Yeah. Yes. At the end, yes. that's your dad's funeral. Yes. Or you're going to find out yes. about brothers and sisters There's and Siamese twins and a giant. And- I want to get it now while he's alive. Yeah. yeah, well, that's what the Big Fish was. His, I need to know you, Dad. I don't understand all this. And then I'm he gonna, passed. I'm gonna Take ask- me to the river, boy. And you're going to have to dunk your dad in the Olentangy. <laughs> and he's going to turn into a fish. <laughs> and then there's the entire thing is going to be like your new brothers and sisters Chief are going to show water up. running water is real? He's real. <laughs> if a guy shows up in a loincloth and a chief hat. <laughs> I always was the one that was going to take you when you were a naughty boy. You're real. John, chief running water's a thing. I'm working on this uh, cousin of yours you didn't know about. Yeah, if you just imagine getting a knock on the door, I'm like, you know, 49 years old now. So I could get somebody from, I didn't have, because being ugly, you don't get this opportunity. I didn't have a lot of one-offs. I didn't have any one-offs. Like, so 20 plus years ago, I didn't score. I had a girl. Prior to that, I had another one. In between, I had like fumblings, but nothing but those would be the ones that would sh- like not tell me that I got them pregnant. Right. They, don't, they don't want me in their life at all, and I don't blame them. <laughs> don't ever find him. Yeah, I don't really have the opportunity. It would have been my first girlfriend, and then there was this massive drought because, A, I went into a deep depression of, oh, so pathetic. As a mid-20s boy, I turned into this guy just – I was so sad at the loss of the relationship. <laughs> I didn't do a thing with people. Drive-bys? Like a year and all oh, – the drive-bys. Uh, I walked one of my wine renters all the way to her house once. I thought uh, Muggs was going to die. Like, we're walking along, and Muggsy's like, <gasps> Come on! It was like an eight-mile walk just to go just go by. Oh, I was pathetic. And then, you know, started to work. And, you know, you don't have any money. And I was trying this new stuff and new job and all these things. And then found another girl. Ended up marrying that one. So I don't really have much going on at all. High school had a couple. I guess I could get one from high school that could show up and say I have a baby. But I've seen that person since. And she might have told me. In fact, I gave her a couple of pumps in between the depressed breakup and the new one. And those were just, and, I, and I'll be honest with you, one time I drove home crying once. Because it wasn't the right girl. Oh, God. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Look, I'm aware of it, too. I'm just sharing stories that you're not alone when it comes to being. I was the world's biggest pussy from the age probably three till around 28. Horrible. Couldn't. I was terrible. Terrible. And you discovered that around 28? 28, I Was got, there a, a, no. an epiphany? Or yeah, just there was just a confidence thing. You know what it yeah. was? Uh, I, and I've learned this through therapy. My value is uh, based on, uh, my self-worth is based on some type of success that others see. So when I didn't have any, I didn't feel like I could ever uh, attract another person. 
so when I had uh, the girl, the first girlfriend, I was the manager at Tony Roma. So in that small bubble, I was sort of the one that got a little juice. I achieved. I had a yeah. little juice. So without juice, I felt I had no self worth. I think a lot of people feel that way. It's not like a strange thing. But at twenty eight, I started to get a little. Like started people, kicking in. And I started to kind of have this thing like, I think I know what I want to do. It took me until I was about 26 to go, I know what I want to do. And then once I figured out, oh, I kind of know what I want to do, like real fast it took off. Because that's the um, period of time, too, that you start meeting other peers or especially right. classmates. Right. And you're like, and they're I don't want to be like that. And they're talking and they're to me. Taking out. But for me, at age nuts. 26, 27, I'm just getting started. Right. And I'm looking at friends of mine, you know, like. They're established. They're making it. Yep. And there's like kids now. And I'm like, I don't know if that's going to be my food, but this is like, I'm behind. But then once I caught up fast, but once I started to get that, then I had confidence. So my confidence was never built on, on who I was. It was what I was. And that's, that's been a life struggle for me. That's, that's definitely something I'm, I don't know that I'll ever get past that. And I don't know that anybody ever does, but it was less of me trying to. Just very yeah. degrees on, I guess. How, on how well you deal with it. Right, and what you consider to be something is of value, right? right. And you make yourself feel valuable right. with it. You know, it was weird. Like, it was like, I had to have, like, immediate confidence to have that day go well. So if I went to – sorry, I said day go. But yeah. The, uh, <laughs> like, if I had – like, I was in a – the weirdest thing was uh, – wow, we're going deep, but let's do this. Katrina, I'm calling you. In a All second. right. When I would have – I was in a basketball league, and I started to play really well in it. And, th- and those were the days that I felt – like, getting some um, i've i've got something of worth you like attractive yeah so i'd see like people would be like give it give, like i was the guy i'm like when is that ever going to be a thing so it was weird so then i did but what i'm getting at is i didn't have the confidence to go to a bar like all my buddies and just hog <laughs> cut one out of the i herd. couldn't do it i was always sad <laughs> i always assumed they saw what i saw in the mirror which was sad and that first girlfriend breakup, that lasted way too long. Way too long. There's a guy out there somewhere who has a Mead five-subject notebook stolen from my Jeep of love letters unsent. And, I mean, they are embarrassing. If this dude ever read these, I, it's the it's, – Oh, yeah. It is a hundred – I want to – why – why is this happening to us? <laughs> what, what did I do? You know, in that moment when we break up and then all these weird like. And when you're doing that, and if you send them at the time, you're like, what did I do? Yeah. And now you're pushing it away even oh, further. Right. Like, at the time, you think that this is the. I yeah, never gave them. I can make this. It was like a journal of love that when she came back, she would read. Look what I've, I've poetry and prose for you. And I'm, and, but of course that, and then it got stolen and I was worried less about my entire stereo system got robbed, stuff got stolen from my Jeep and I was, and and they drove it down the road and cut the top in half, opened it like a baked potato. And I'm like, I'm most worried about that notebook. It was the, it was the equivalent (laughs) of dick pics today. Oh, man. It was the equivalent oh, of you'd have rather had dick uh, if, if somebody gets in your phone, <laughs> nothing but photos. Yeah, I am not worried oh. about my last photo of my grandmother. I'm not. Personal they've stuff got like my that. dick pics. Yeah. Are there still stuff? dick pics in there? The only thing you ever worry about when you've got dick pics in your phone is dick pics mm-hmm. getting out. That's why it's not a good idea to have dick pics ever. But yeah, it's you know it, that was, it was pathetic. I'm, I'm deep down, I'm a caring, loving man. <laughs> not true but yeah it was a mess so but i will never have that knock on the door from 
at this point it would be, geez, that was 94, so we're talking 27 years ago, 26, something like that. Knock on the door. I'm your daughter. I'm your son. So? <laughs> what do you want you me to do? You made it this far. Yeah, you're, you're, Keep you're going, doing, pal. Looks like you've done pretty well for yourself. I think about it every once in a while. The paternity test that got brought against me, oh. he, was, he was five at the time. That was 93, so 28 Man. years later. You need to check the grammar on that because that story took a twist in the middle that a five-year-old <laughs> made you do the test. What? He can't have a baby. He was five, and she wasn't sure. She wasn't sure. How long ago was that? Uh, 93. Oh. So she was living in Utah, and the Utah state came to her and said, hey, we're going to end your benefits unless you name a uh, get, father. Get me a daddy. She went down the list. I was on the list. Then when I failed, there was another guy on the list. Failed. You failed. Failed. You won. Are you, you kidding me? You passed with flying <laughs> colors, what the man. Hell? Damn it. <laughs> failed. What a Utah thing to say. It's not that's, my kids. You ever watch, Maury? Nobody ever breaks down when it's not their baby. <laughs> I'm sorry, Maury. Yeah, you are not the father. Woo-hoo-hoo! You ever want to know how men feel about pregnancy? Watch one episode of Maury and see the dude get told it's not yours. There is a one-man I band for you. 10 minutes. I don't have any responsibilities. What about that guy that's like you on Maury? Oh, there are those. And I'm I'm like, I know that dude. But I would have never been that way with a baby. No. I've always wanted to not be the father. I've had one scare, and it was 17. John, I've got your trapper keeper. You've got issues, man. (laughs) You have it. I I would read all of them on 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 the air if you had it, because I I want to read it. Oh, it was so. And I'm not kidding. It was 200 every day. I'd write about four or five letters, and they were detailed with the idea of uh, maybe I'll send them. I just I was in love. It helped. I mean, it didn't help a thing. It made me ten times worse. That's what they tell you. It's supposed to help. It doesn't. It makes you focus on what you don't have and never move forward. And I'm just writing, I know you don't love me anymore, but my love for you dies when I take my last breath. And then I would get like detailed about physical stuff, like sex. Ten things I would oh, do to you. Yeah, yeah. These are the things I miss most. about. And then she's the one that wrote me the letter that I told you guys about when she did the Brian Adams song in the middle of it. Like a 30-page letter and then the everything I do, I do it for you song. Wait a minute. And I'm like, I recognize And it. I'm reading that going, homo. That's a girl, but I still said it. <laughs> but it was like lame. She told me this love tune. And then right in the middle of it, I'm like, look into my eyes. What? These aren't words that people say. You will see. Oh, these are the lyrics to that Brian Adams song from that crappy movie. <laughs> and it was, you know. Is all that the of, Robin Hood one? The whole song. Yeah, I think that was Rob. Yeah, it was the Kevin Costner Robin, right? Be. Oh, there it is. Look into my eyes. <laughs> you were in the middle of a letter going, you know, I, I, you know, and it started off four years ago when we broke up. I thought I'd made the right choice, and now I realize I have. Look into my eyes. I'm like, what? What is this? And I feel bad, like making fun of her because I did the but exact same thing. But it made you feel good, right? I gave her a good bonus. Oh, but I thought you—you you know—at this time you like felt like all right. She came uh, back you, around. Yeah, that's yeah, what she's missed. There was a little of that. Yeah, but this still got me because at that point I had started to gain some confidence. So I didn't like this. I'd have jumped back had I had she not broke into the Brian Adams. I started. I started thinking about it. I'll be honest. That, that letter, I was like, yeah. letter's a little corny and childish, but. 
But you know, I, did go, th- I did go through an awful lot of, of heartache. Maybe I maybe I should try to... And we gave a good bone and she was a garage. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> things have changed. <laughs> like she'd been getting hosed by stuff that I can't do. I mean, I was... It was like it was, you know there what? There's no recovery period. There is less fluidity and <laughs> there's less fluidity and movement of a human being on a water slide than what was going on with me. I was banging it. Whoa! Hey, this is different. Up, sliding up edges. Whee! John, you did yours with letters. I did mine with mixtapes. Hundreds oh. and hundreds oh, of yeah. tapes. I kept TDK in business. Yeah. Well, there was one where I thought that. Uh, and I wish I would have at this point. SA90. TDK SA90. The woman that eventually turned into my ex-wife and I were kind of on the outs for a little bit. And uh, that Santana uh, uh, Citizen Cope song, Sideways. And that was one that, even if I hear it now, I'm like, Jesus, this song has some juice. John, you're just lucky you didn't take your girl on a trip through the national parks and you had a little white <laughs> minivan. This might have been you. <laughs> I wasn't a murderer. She'd have killed me. I'd have been the one crying to the cops. She's just fighting. I think she hit me. I don't even care. She's great. John Holmberg is missing. Yeah, it was pathetic. But nobody, she's the only one that I think could show up with a kid because I wouldn't know. Uh, All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Otherwise, there's no chance. I got no kills that could show up. Nothing? No. You sure? A positive. Not a one-off guy. Terrible. I'm not you a got one-off any? guy. Uh, there might be well, one. I wasn't at the time where I could have a 20-plus-year-old, you know? Yeah. You got a couple that could pop up. One, maybe. You think? You haven't had any contact, or you don't know anything about her. Don't know. Um, Are you on no, a DNA site? Goes. Um, no, but there's three beautiful blonde hair kids. Then they're not yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice hair or the blonde part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> beautiful. The word beautiful. Oh, beautiful. No, you lost me a beautiful. <laughs> Those aren't your kids. Don't worry about it. Yeah, scratch that. Beautiful blonde Nordic children. Nordic. Nordic, not Mordic. What's Mordic? No, I said Mordic. Oh, I Nordic. thought you said Mordic. Huh? Mordic. <laughs> Brady, stop it. Filthy bastard. You've, probably, you've had a few. Oh, yeah. Brad, I'm worried about yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, I've still got some. Why do you think I'm not on any of those 23 See, and I, me sites and I all think, that kind of crap? I'll get a knock on the I think someday. Brett's more like I was. I think you were more of a romantic, like, uh, lost in love kind still of. Still is. Could be. Yeah. Could I, be I, at I times, I, yeah. I, yeah. I don't think you were the guy I think that, there were times you killed it. I don't and think... There was definitely those times, oh, too. <laughs> but that was after you're grown-up. Like, when you're younger. I, I You probably spent your 20s like most of us did. Like me. Like, being that, I don't know what to do guy. Other than being in a wave pool. <laughs> well, no. He was aggressive. Yeah. There's no question about that. <laughs> I'm not listening to this anymore. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean... Brady wasn't a, like, I'll bang that and leave no. all right. Yeah. I would have, but I didn't No, and how. imagine going you know, to the bars and stuff at, in college, and I wasn't really a, a big drinker. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't like, let's go in there. My biggest regret is that at uh, Mason Jar once, after Uncle Jesse, my college band. The groupies? Played, and two girls came up to me, and I had my wisdom teeth pulled 
six days prior to the show. I should have never done this, but we, we killed it that night. And I had blood pouring out of the stitches in the back of my mouth. And I'm sitting in this tiny little green room they've got at their mason jar. And these two girls came in. And they're like, that was amazing. I'm like, I don't think you guys are supposed to be in here. <laughs> like, I was playing <laughs> stage guy. She goes, that was unbelievable. What are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. I was just going to go home and like, put ice in my mouth and stuff. I'm like, we want to take you back to our house. I'm like, both of you? I'm like, what would, I, what would I do with that? That's a lot. That's too <laughs> I think that's too many people. <laughs> These numbers don't uh, match. Which one do I, what, what's happening? And then I said, no. The girl I'm with made me some soup. Something like that. And I got to. I, I have to journal tonight. I have to rush journal. home, and I, I got to write letters about love. Don't worry, John. If you need to hear this, you're not the only one. Yeah. I was in love with the bitch that didn't give two s's about me, but I also, I also jerked off with weeping tears to yeah. a Brian Adams song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's worse, the, the weeping or the Brian Adams song. It got you. I can't stay hard through a Brian Adams song. <laughs> You got to be a special lady to keep me wooded up through Brian Adams' tune. All right, John. Maybe summer of '69, but since you're coming clean, let's go the full nine. Oh, All those notes were written to Mark Stebbings. Don't even try and lie. <laughs> Stebbings I know probably it. stole it, bastard. <laughs> He's waiting for my funeral. He's going to read them all. Still have the stereo. Yeah, just wanted to break this. I, I, it was maroon, and it had her name in bubble letters written on the front. And like under drawn oh, by you and bubble letters, forced by me. Oh, like it was, oh I remember Spent it. Like, time and, wow. and as a man, I knew it was really bad. But it was my own <laughs> private thing, right? It's like a thumb in your butt. You don't tell your friends you do it. And, oh. But then they found it, and I'm like, oh, that was it, it's out there. John, the book you, of Gertie. Oh, did you ever pepper your mixtapes with with kind messages in between the songs? I never did mixtapes. <laughs> I, I wouldn't do mixtapes. I don't think I did either. So he DJ'd his yeah. own mixtape. Mine would have been so pathetic. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have some gems out yeah. there. You DJ'd your mixtape? I never did that. I just put the mixtape. Oh, no, no, no. I never okay. DJ'd it, but I'm saying I've got some mixtapes out there. there. Oh. Hey, Marina wants to know, is this a new segment called Twink Tales? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I, yeah, right. We're reminiscing about what a pathetic piece I am. Oh, oh, that's so. That's just so disturbingly bad. And Brady's... Brady's uh, Dirty Family got me thinking about it with that guy that got that 46. But it would be a great, like, I would, I'm not going to have that. That That's never, nobody's ever going to knock on my door and say, I'm yours. But that would be the only time I'd be excited about having a kid if it was in its 40s. <laughs> I'm like, I'm done here. I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't even I know about it. I got something you. here that says you're my dad. Yeah. I mean, okay. What do you want me to do about it? You, sorry? I didn't even know you existed. Like, nobody told me you were a thing. Did you know about me? No. You live this long without me? Keep yeah. on living, pal. If I knew about you, I wouldn't open the door today. And she uh, <laughs> she did come in and say, you know, that was one of the things she said. She's like, I'm not looking for anything. Just wanted to find out who might, I, you know, I've gotten this far. See well, they, yeah. say, they say that, but they are looking for something. They, even if it's just to look this in your face. Sure. Yeah, yeah, closure. to look in your face or anything. My, uh, uh, I, I think it was a pleasant surprise that, oh, this is my dad. Okay. Yeah. My ex's stepmother was adopted had an amazing life with her parents that adopted her and wanted to find out who her mom was. Like she just needed to know the story. And also when she had a kid, she realized that this is the only blood relative I know. Yeah. And, and I don't know I've, his I've future, that, yeah. right? I don't know yeah. his health future. Yep. So she went and searched out her birth mother and turned out she was like Puerto Rican. She didn't even know her own heritage. And so it, it helped her a ton. And uh, yeah, I've known a couple of adopted people that, 
went back and found them, and that was all they needed to do. They don't need to be friends with the whole family. You find out you got a couple sisters. They look just like you. That's the weird part, and then you move on. I know a couple adoption guys, too, and they were basically like, you know, one of them was definitely, he's like, I don't care to know who my real parents are. Right. He yeah. says, these right. are my parents. These, these are the ones who did the me. job. He's, yeah. These are yeah. people that loved me. I don't care. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's, uh, but you do kind of get that. Maybe the only why, time that probably. kicks in. I guess, but yeah. I mean, he was just, he just didn't care. Just, you these probably are my parents. get that why if yeah. you're told so much later in life. Like all of a sudden, yeah, maybe when you're 22 years old and your parents raise you, and yeah, like, by they, the way, right? If you didn't know, let you and know. then it feels like yeah. your whole life was a yeah. lie. Then you're curious. If you knew your whole life, like I was adopted, I don't think it, I don't think it gets you. Yeah, but I think when it comes down to health and stuff, you start going, I better figure this out. Like, what are we all dying of in my bloodline here? Because if you find out you've got, you know, massive heart issues the whole time, and you start to have some ticker problems, you're like, yep. okay, what do I need to look out for? And you know, because there are some, you know, hereditary things you may not even know. But then again, I could be adopted because the things I got going on, no one in my family's ever had. So I'm just a freak. I've got elephant man bones. <laughs> Wonder if that's kind of what I have. Like just a slight case of elephant man. In that's your, why my bones are hips? too big. Yeah, my hips and my shoulders are too big for the sockets. That's a little elephant manny, isn't it? I was, yes, John. Yeah, yes. I, was, I was one Grand Prix ride away from uh, from getting shook up in the belly to make the <laughs> elephant man come out. Pretty close though. I'm I'm what you'd call a dashing elephant man. <laughs> like I mean, I would win I would win the most handsome elephant man contest. But that's the only one I'm going to win with those that title. Uh, yeah. So anyway, if there if you are out there, daughter or son, and you're in your 20s, I'll meet you now. But if you're under 18, keep it to yourself because I'm not interested. That's still some paydays I got to throw around. I don't want to find out about that. Can they still sue you in their 20s and 30s about, like, you didn't give me anything? I don't think so. No. Like they're, that's it, right? Yeah. Wow. And who knows, I mean, how that ended. I mean, this is how I know the version of it, but it could have been knows about it. God, hosing your Wrote cleaning the uh, lady. cleaning lady one last check. Here you go. <laughs> is this enough? Did she stay and clean the house after I don't she got so. pregnant? I don't, I don't think so. He had to know she was pregnant. I mean, we'll he had, well, yes, he had to know she was pregnant because she's a cleaning lady. They eventually all get pregnant, but not necessarily by you. Yeah. I do smear. I have a baby in my stomach. Of course you do. Now clean my house. John, I didn't know how to play guitar, but awkwardly recorded leaving on a jet plane for my ex-girlfriend in high school amongst my own intros and other songs. So it looks like my show is 21 years wow. old, so I beat HMS by a year. <laughs> That's pathetic. <laughs> You you strummed a guitar and sang to her on a tape? <laughs> That's worse than mine. Guys, all my mixtapes had KUPD DJ speaking at the beginning of my songs because yeah. I was too cheap to go and buy the tapes. I recorded them off the radio. Dennis! Wow, that had to take forever. <laughs> oh. Hey, it's Larry Mack. And, um, yeah. <laughs> okay, I understand that love's a bitch, okay? All right. Love's a bitch and very confusing. Love confuses. This one's going out to Dave. Love confuses. It's the Shenyan. This one is uh, Bodies by the Drowning Pool, okay? Larry Mack getting you through the night and uh, hopefully don't kill yourself. Jonathan L. Michelle, David still loves you. All right, love's confusing. Here we go, KPD, okay? Jonathan L. Jonathan L. would have been the worst. Bells to Oh, God. Overnight? All of our old jobs. overnight girl? <laughs> I, I just found out something with a bigger dad. <laughs> what did she say? That 
My boyfriend has a huge deck. Okay, it's three in the morning. Enough. <laughs> How many times do you say that a day? Oh, she would every time I'd come into work. I'm like, "How are you? I'm worn out." Brian hit me with that big duck. <laughs> Enunciate and don't talk at the same time. Somehow or another, find better diction and say less words. <laughs> John, I had to stop her. I told her one day, I'm like, you know, all the times you mention how big that dude's dick is, all I'm thinking is how ruined yep, you are. Yep. Like, this is not a bragging thing oh. to a guy. All I'm picturing is this bats coming out of you at dusk. No you wonder she came in one morning and asked for it. <laughs> to pray. To pray for healing. Yeah, exactly. She asked you to pray for her vagina to heal? I don't know about that, but no, some kind of healing. Brady, will you pray for my vagina? Back, Doc, Brian. What are you saying? How did you get a job in radio? Yeah. How the heck did you get a job talkies for a living? (laughs) Yeah, what the hell am I doing in this room? Brian, pray pray for me because Brian's Dak (laughs) Crockman. Okay, dear God. (laughs) Dear God, sweet Jesus in the sky. Make her stop. Make her vagina spring back to life from Brian's big Dak. Heal these labs. Heal them. (laughs) Bring them together. Retract. Thanks, Brad. I really feel a difference since God got involved in my vagina. From bad, bad God. Bows wow. Bows wow. John, I'm a girl, so don't laugh at me too much. I'm in my early 20s going through a break. You're not my daughter, now. are you? So hearing you talk about this with such passion makes me feel much better. Good. I'm wallowing in my own sadness. Yeah, that's what you end up doing, and you just waste time. Yeah. You, I've learned this uh, over the last year. Happiness is a choice. you, you got to pick it up. Play a little sideways by Citizen Cope. This girl's going to lose it. This song's brutal. Don't play the Santana one, though. The other one's better. All right. The original. John, oh, how I hope for this. That Dan Holmberg is secretly Caleb's father. Oh, that would be great. His bone disease is just hitting you with a horrible (laughs) genetic lottery. Well, John is his brother. No wonder John enjoys picking on him so much. It's true, because I feel a kinship. Oh, this is to that lady out there right now going through a lot of grief. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is for a lady out there who's uh, okay. dating Brian. I understand he's got a big deck. Okay. <laughs> you know it ain't I posted it. Nice. For these stars leave me. Oh, this will kill you. There are no words to describe. Citizen Cope, will, and his, he sounds like he's and in the middle of what you're dealing with. Oh, this song will kill you. This makes my heart hurt. Uh, and it's because, and, and this is the reason Journal why now. you're still dealing with, with these feelings, and they won't go away. So he says this. These feelings won't go away. You're trying to get over it, you can't. They've been knocking me sideways. Tell you what. They've been knocking me Pass me my trapper keeper, please. Man, I, I, I'm gonna pen some. I'm gonna pen some notes tonight. I need my street corn. That's my soothing. I need my street corn right now. It's a little street corn. I feel better. We'll have some a little bit later. Oh, that's right. It's coming in. There. Yeah. Elote wings. From what? From Woobie's uh, Woobie's House of Fun. Booties. Booties. Booties House of Wings and Wings. They won best chicken wings in the nation. Yeah. And they're right here in Chandler. Uh, right? No, West Side. Are they West Side? Yeah, they're West Side. We're All right. Yeah, they got a, they're going to bring us some wings later this morning. Yes. Booties.
John, my grandma found out at 65 she wasn't an only child and had nine brothers and sisters and that she's from Canada. She found out while applying for Social Security. The government tells you, hey, by the way, we've known this all the time. No kidding. Might want to talk to your mom and dad. This song will turn you over. I don't even want to say it. The one I had on the hardest. Probably the break that was one of the tougher ones and you're going by and doing all that stuff. And it's so fun. I laugh at it now. Killer. Song. You what kicked one it? off the plane. <laughs> yeah. What's your song? It's Delamitri. Oh, no. Roll to me? Roll to me? Tell her. Oh, song. Got it? Cool. Okay. <laughs> That's some citizen Instant weep. Your, your pocket keeper's drenched. Oh, this thing breaks me. This, this breaks me down. This song. I can't even hear it. And that's that girl that emailed in. She's going through a breakup, having some struggles. Listen to Citizen Cope and realize that it's just never going to get better. <laughs> You're never going to get out of this. Because that's how it feels and that's what you just want. Brady, you want to intro this? Here it is. Brady, give me a little of that. A little mixtape. He smells. He's from Ireland. They're Scottish. Or Scottish. They do stink. Tell us something. Oh, so you're driving by our house listening to this. Oh, yeah. Up from time to time. I was listening to mine, but you're a pussy. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Completely. Mine was bad, too, but at least I did it alone in my room. Tell her I don't know if I had it going. Well, I still have it. I, I still have it. Oh, this is like, like a Zach Braff movie broke yeah, out. Yeah. It was one too. of those ones where she liked that song, too. Yeah. So it's like. Your song. Oh, I've never had one of those. I've never had a This Is Our Song. Oh, yeah. I'm not one of those There's people. There's like eight, eight or ten I had that you're during, you're going out with yeah, that person. Yeah, I go through that for that. about the decades. Oh, this reminds me of her. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was reading that somebody tried to do a dad joke on you. Oh, so if you ever got a knock on the door and said, this is your brother, and then he leaves yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, I wanted to get to this because I have – this is how my brain works, and it ain't healthy uh, beyond all this silliness we talked about already. Uh, some guy stole a bike yesterday in Glendale, and he was riding away, and the cops saw it, and he's riding for – the cop chasing him down Glendale, and he jumps off the bike, and he starts to run in the center of Glendale Avenue oh, and run – or in Bethany, and he runs right into the side of a, of a uh, semi-truck, kind of a, a hauler, like a U-Haul size, what are the box trucks? It goes by. He hits the side of it, spins him, drops him. Next car, oh. right over the top of him. And all I thought was, "What kind of bike was it? Was it is it my bike? Is it, is it a pivot blue? Is it a, is it a, a Trail Four Twenty Nine blue with white on it? Because that's my bike, and I don't have any feelings for a guy who does that. All that over a over a bicycle steal. I, I you know that's my that's my age talking. But what are you thinking? That that's worth it. Now, well, my bike was worth it. You're going to get some cash out of that thing. But still, damn it. But if that's a pivot, if the officer's investigating that, after you scoop up that dude's body from getting squished by the car, because I have no empathy for thieves, uh, could you please just check that bike? If it's a pivot, 429 blue, uh, Maxis got all the – I think it didn't have a, a – no, I didn't have the seat thing no. on that one yet. The full suspension pivot, 429. If that, that's mine. And – uh if you could just hose off all the blood, then I, I have no feelings for that guy at all. I just wanted to come back home. You know what else I'm struggling with having feelings for? As we talk about feelings, boy, have things changed. Those Haitians down there in Texas. 
Uh, the, oh. the optics of what's going on there. The rodeo, you mean? <laughs> the rodeo of Haitians. First off, I laughed hysterically at the video of them lassoing Haitians that got loose from that bridge and then whipping them with the reins. Oh, but so bad. they're border patrol and they've been neutered. Yeah. They took away all their options to corral people. They took away all their weapons. And we don't know any of these people standing under that bridge. However, video changes everything. And when you see uh, white guys on horses lassoing blacks, it just brings up bad images. But it is yeah. like, have you seen it? They're using no. their reins as oh, whips. It's, uh, it's, it looks it, like, like a human rodeo. It is. And you're watching it like, oh, God. But we've kept these Haitians under this bridge. It's like the old Atari game stampede. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Wow. It really was like that. <laughs> Exactly. Like <laughs> oh, you got the black horse. Oh my God, it's exactly like this. I don't remember this game at all. Oh yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> you missed the black one. That's what awesome. kind of cowboy are you? But if you've seen the video, you got it, it is. It's on TMZ. It's on all sorts of news feeds and stuff. It is rough to watch because it's it's guys on horseback whipping. Uh, on, I don't know if they're armed or not, or whatever. But these are people that that shouldn't be here, and I don't know how many countries they had to go through to get to Del Rio, Texas. By the way, some of the finest scenes in No Country for Old Men filmed in Del Rio, Texas, including the uh, I think it's the Golden pa- Golden Eagle Pass Hotel or Golden Pass Hotel is where they have the, the oh, shootout. Yeah. Yeah, it's great that's stuff. Right. And then most of it's in Las Vegas, New Mexico, that they pretend. But that's aside. But they're standing under this bridge. 11,000 Haitians trying to leave hurricanes and, uh, you know, misery and poverty and all that. And they're just standing there in Texas. But they got loose and they started running around and they corralled them with lassoes and whips. And I'm like, oh, knowing cameras were watching, it's like, this is difficult. But at the same time, you know, they have to do a job to make sure, hey, you guys have to stay. You guys showed up here. Don't get mad at us that you got nowhere to go. We have nowhere to put you. Did you see what they did? What they had to do at night? Uh-uh. So at night on that bridge, all the troopers, the state troopers, have to line it with their with their cars and lights on so that they can light up the whole area because they don't have any lights because that bridge is not well lit. When was the last time they had they're lights? Worried, they're they worried. They're worried. They're worried at night that they're going to storm the castle. What castle? It's Del Rio. You can have it. That's what they're worried about. Storm Del Rio. I guarantee you Del Rio will fight back. You're talking about did, South Texas. Did they have cruise ships delivering all those people? I mean, Haiti's a little <laughs> little a, ways it's away. It's across the it's Gulf. A, it's a clip to get yeah, to they got off Texas of, from Haiti through Mexico. I mean, yeah, but you didn't go through the Gulf. You, you went through go Rio Grande. You got to go around I Cuba. Mean, here, here's yeah. Haiti. Around Cuba. I mean, Haiti's way down there. So you go either through or around Cuba. During hurricane season. But they met a Mexican. He's like, I know how to get in. And he took them to... The Rio Grande. It's like, guys, there's a gulf. We could have gone to New Orleans or Miami a whole lot faster than this. But they got down to, like, Central America first and then hoofed it because Del Rio is, like, right down at the bottom of Texas. Yeah. It's not in a – it's – so, yeah, I'm torn on this one because I don't want people just allowed to flood in, but we can't whip them on TV. We have to whip them without cameras Same like thing. the olden days. <laughs> you, have to, you, have, you have to abuse your prisoners when there are no cameras on, dummies. Didn't we learn anything from Gitmo? You waterboard when all the stuff's off. You do a little quick sweep of the room. My phone has an app on it that can find radio frequencies to see if you're being filmed or monitored. Come on.
And how many Cowboys are calling? You guys need any more help? <laughs> yeah, oh, Texas is like, well, I got lassoes. You guys are just using the reins of your horsies. But I did laugh because I'm like, oh, well, my laugh came from less from a non-empathetic position for humanity and more of a, oh, this is going to be awful for days. Because CNN's going to love it. Fox is going to go crazy. They're going to play this thing day in and day out. And uh, it's bad. It's not good. Looks terrible. And then the the still picture on TMZ. That's they got a Haitian all lassoed up. <laughs> Did he tie him off and raise his hands oh, up? Yeah. Done. Hands to legs. Yeah. Clapped it out. 17 seconds. You got that Haitian mighty fast. We'll be back with more people stampede in a minute. <laughs> yeah, he got him by the legs. Clipped him up and then hog tied. Picked him up. Threw his hand in the air. They're and telling was, him to open the gate. Man. All right. Open it. <laughs> They have AIDS. He's got oh the God. AIDS. He's one of them AIDS Haitians. Keep him at rope's length. <laughs> He's doing what, bro? It's a terrible thing for humanity, but we also have to have protection. I just don't think you can. You just have to be beware of the camera. It's everywhere. But I don't know how you nicely corral them when you don't have any ways of. Threatening their if lives they would have with just, guns, um, they took them let them go. Then eventually, just to knock on the door, hello. Yeah, I don't know what they do. I don't know. You know, and I love that the Republicans are already like send them to Nancy Pelosi's house. She, <laughs> all right, well, it's not eleven thousand Haitians at Nancy Pelosi's house. Also a bad idea. There might be room. <laughs> I mean, if she won, it's in one of them cities. In one of them lib cities. I'm like, yeah. all right, well, don't do that. Here we go. Because then they'll be free to move about the country. And I love that the news keeps saying it's mostly Haitians. Well, who are the other ones with them? There's some Mexicans in there, maybe a couple Taliban. <laughs> All right, well, then start lassoing them because I don't know who they are either. There's some Taliban that would fit right in with Haitians. Sure. How come this one doesn't speak French? Don't worry about it. Hmm. That's a freshly shorn beard. Anyway, it's, if you get a chance to watch it and you're a Satan like I am, you're going to laugh and then you're going to yeah. feel really bad. Yeah. But I laughed. I like people like this is real people lassos. I've played so much Red Dead Redemption that that became my thing. And to lasso up people, Red Dead was the best. I'd find ladies walking down the streets. Ma'am. He'd always ride by, ma'am. Hi, how you doing? And then I'd turn around. Ah! Grab that thing going over and I'd lasso her and I'd tie her up and put her in the back of the horse and lay her on train tracks and wait for the trains. (laughs) So I... Can't tell the difference between Red Dead Redemption and what's on my TV because to me it's no different. And to you it's no different either. Just because you put on Facebook we have to stop something doesn't mean you care. This is wrong. I did my part. Here's a selfie of me eating banana cream pie. Back to my challenge. Wow, you're over it. You're over the Haitian thing in one deal because you went to Ingo and got the, and got the Duchess. I got a Duchess sandwich. All oh, those Haitians. I should post both. You're not doing anything either, so don't get on me. But lassoing people... I don't care what the humanitarian crisis, it it's funny. Especially if the guy doesn't want to be lassoed because he fights like a like livestock. <laughs> it's just bad optics because it's white and it's black and it's our history and all that. But I'm still beyond so the race. Who's filming it? It's just on the... Uh, cameras are everywhere. Who knows? There's, there's probably body cam. There's yeah. pictures. I don't know who's got the cameras, but they're filming it. And if I'm a Haitian and I see that, uh, you know, Pierre ran away and got lassoed up, and then drug, you know, for I'm not running. Right. You know, 
Let alone, so I'm trying effective. to figure out, they, you, you said there's whipping involved. Well, the reins are, they're cracking it's, them with those. And yeah. It's not Well, they're good. chasing them, Oh, Brady, it's bad. And they've got yeah. long reins. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> Didn't your dad move to Texas, John? He's down there. <laughs> yeah, he's not lassoing Haitians. I think he might. Like, if they paid him. My dad can work a lasso. They work the property. Yeah, if they worked up to my dad's property, there'd be some lassoed, tied-up Haitians. And real good ties, too. He's good at that. <laughs> He's not going to invite them up to his property. There's no way. Nobody wants that. But everybody wants it to be okay. But where do you put them? You got to lasso them up, corral that stuff. Put up a big fence. Is this the... That's this not the lasso. That's one. not the one. Oh, the this optics is, are just terrible, though. Still- White men on horses, uh, you know, wrangling people of color. It's just bad. Yeah, see, there's, there's the, picture, the one right? I was laughing at. That's the one. Photo of that dude getting lassoed. <laughs> there's the video. That's with, the picture right yeah, there. That's him whipping him with the reins. I know. It's terrible. <clears throat> but he's. I think he's just trying to catch him, you know? Still, he's using all, all means. Oh, it's just a terrible shot. It looks like if it was in black and white, it would look like it was from 1840. It's terrible. Oh, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't want to be lasted. And neither does his buddy. And that is, hey, by the way, Ansel Adams, great picture, by the way. <laughs> yeah. A Remington. It looks like it's staged. It does. It's a, it's a <laughs> it does look like it was like, all right, yeah. you do this and you would lean over that. Don't get your face in it, Whitey. And the horse is even like, guys, this is, don't, <laughs> don't lasso <laughs> you that. You put that in bronze, you could sell that in Scottsdale. <laughs> That's a Gilbert Ortega special. Yeah. <laughs> the great battle with the Haitians of uh, 2021, and we bronzed it, put a little turquoise in for eyes. Anyway, it's not pretty. What do you got on the big board of uh, musical treats there, bro? All right, wake up song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. So if you're going to be doing any lassoing this weekend, <laughs> get yourself <laughs> a new bike. bike. On a bicycle. <laughs> That's Practice right. lassoing get on a bike. Get yourself a new pivot uh, and uh, they they Santa Cruz or whatever. They got Del Rio. They're riding mountain bikes. <laughs> it's fair because it's manually powered. <laughs> Plus. <laughs> So check them out, uh, actionrideshop.com, as well as on Instagram and Facebook and all the other socials. Uh, let's see here. we got Judas Priest, Painkiller on the list, uh, Bloodhound Gang, Drowning Pool, Clutch, Mudvayne. Okay. Um, and then here's one that came in for Brady. The Cramps has a song called Garbage Man. <laughs> right, we're doing, let's oh do that. God. We'll do that. We need a sample of that. D-Max said, dude, you got to get back on Red Dead. You lasso someone, drag them to a rattlesnake, and let the snake take them out. Oh, man. There were times when I sat for 30 or 40 minutes and waited for the train to come all the way around the whole I did map, that. Really? Just to run the lady over. And she screams the whole time. Megan would come in all the time. What are you doing? The lady just lays on the tracks and screams, and I just stood there. And then if somebody started to come, you got to pick her up and hide her for a second and hope <laughs> the train doesn't go by in that time. And then you put her back. But the rattlesnake's gold, because that's out in the middle of nowhere. Or let a bear eat her. <laughs> That's great stuff. But not Haitians. Wrong. Taze them. It's the, it's the 2021, for God's sakes. What are we lassoing? Well, they took the tasers away. That's probably why. Yeah. It's just not good. It looks terrible. So, uh, the cramps. I've never heard the cramps garbage man song. I haven't, well, it's, it's old punk. So, I mean, it's going to be, you know. It's a minute and a half long, which is good. <laughs> it's as much punk as you can handle. Is it Even, good, Toledo? Is it terrible? It's the cramps. It's fun. It's what it is. All right. It's called garbage. Here's a sample of it. All right, right, I'm in. It's not going to. It's not going to drive me too crazy. The cramps, garbage man. It's Brady's theme song uh, for his fight with the Gilbert garbage people who hate him passionately. (laughs) 
and he can't figure out why. Oh my gosh. Shut the front door. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.